0: Welcome to Odd Bits and End Pieces, a podcast about nothing in particular, but focused on fun, music, and current events. And by current events, we mean anything that has ever happened anywhere at any time. Let's meet the Odd Bits and End Pieces players. Riley McNutt, John Paul Gamoki, Lee Johnson, Anita Ruth, Joan Griffith, sound engineer Jose Rodriguez... Felicia Cunningham and Ann Michaels. Odd Bits and End Pieces would like to thank the City of Bloomington and Leah Hughes for allowing us the use of their facilities.
1: Two Bits.
2: How can I help you today? My husband and
3: I are in the process of trying to have
4: children. We would ultimately like three
3: kids. Well, that's nice, but I don't think I can help you with that. I think you might want to do that alone with each other.
2: Oh, (laughs) we're not asking for help with that. Although you are kind of cute, so the thought of you helping is not a horrible idea. (laughs) Thank you, I think. So uh, what is it I can do for you? Tell them your idea of what names to give the kids, honey.
4: It's not weird or stupid, dear.
2: I know you think that. Just tell her.
4: Okay. I was thinking of non-binary names for the kids. The sex doesn't really matter, or make the kids, so... I was thinking of naming our first child... Nobody.
3: Nobody? Why? Because it would
4: be kind of fun for us and the kid to have a name, like, nobody...
3: I'm not
2: following. Good luck understanding when he explains it.
4: See, I thought nobody would be fun because, say, the kid is in school and the teacher is writing something on the chalkboard. Some kids are talking and the teacher turns around and asks, Who's talking? And the other kids would say, Nobody! The teacher would get a little mad and say, I just heard someone speaking, and I want to know who it was. The kids would answer again and say, Nobody! Then they would all get detention. (laughs) Isn't that funny? That's
2: hysterical, dear.
4: And then, when someone would ask about the name of our child, we could say, oh, they're nobody. Can you imagine the look on the other adults' faces?
3: (laughs) So, you would do this name as a form of humor to you? (laughs) It gets better. Here we go. Our second kid's name
4: would be somebody. Doesn't matter if it's a boy or girl. Then when we introduce our kids, we could say, this child is nobody, but this child is somebody
3: Don't you think nobody would get sick of the joke after a while? (laughs)
4: Why? They're nobody. That's just who they are.
3: (laughs) You, You don't see the cruelty of naming a child nobody? All their life, they will be nobody, no matter what success they achieve in their lifetime. A doctor, a lawyer, or a politician, they will always be nobody. For instance, dear, if our
2: child was getting married, the preacher would ask their partner to be... Do you take nobody for your lawful wedded partner? I mean, it's just
3: confusing, right? Or, who died? Nobody! (laughs) Or if your child won the Academy Award and the Oscar goes to nobody. I mean, people would be angry.
4: (laughs) Somebody would get the Oscar. Why not nobody? Or somebody. (laughs) Which
2: leads us to our third child's name. (sighs) Let me guess.
3: Anybody?
4: How did you figure that out? See, it's fun, isn't it? So when we introduce our kids, we would say, this is nobody, this is somebody, and this is anybody.
3: Well, your kids will keep therapists in business for a long time.
4: You're welcome.
3: Why did you ever think of this? This is just, it's wrong and stupid, Mr. Jones. Well, honestly,
4: it could be because of the name my parents gave me.
3: And that would be, wait for it, Phil. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry.
1: Four Bits. The musical selection for this episode is the first movement of a suite for two mandolins, string quartet, string bass, and drum set. The suite is called Mando Blue and it's composed by myself, Joan Griffith. The movement you're going to hear is called Mando Voom Voom. Um, It's called Mando Blue because there is some blues in it and there is some improvisation by Peter and myself, and Mando Voom Voom um, refers as a nod, really, to the music of Duke Ellington from his Cotton Club period. Um, It features uh, my wonderful friend and fantastic musician Peter Otrushko who was uh, um, a mandolin wizard and a wonderful musician and a fabulous friend and mentor to me. Um, He passed away this year and he will be missed by everyone who loves music anywhere.
0: 6 Bits Game Show Welcome to the Odd Bits and End Pieces quiz game. There are three topics in each game and two questions with each topic. Each player will get their own topic and questions. If they cannot answer a question correctly, the other players can steal a point with a correct answer. Each question is worth one point. The player with the most points at the end of the game is the winner, and as host, I can change point totals whenever I want. Our players today are Felicia Cunningham, Ann Michaels, and Anita Ruth. How are you guys today? Great. Fabulous. Yep. Okay, well, great. We're going to start with you, Anne. We're going to give you the category of Minnesota. Oh,
2: good. Minnesota. I should know something. So
0: here's your first question. What actress has appeared at the Guthrie Children's Theatre Company and Mixed Blood Theatre and has also won a James Beard Award? And Kim. You are correct. Very good. That was such right an easy the... one. Easy. That's really hard. Oh. How would anyone know that? Yeah, and you're I amazing. Our second that. question What twin wore the number 34? What mm-hmm. Minnesota twin wore the number 34? You have three seconds. Pudge. No, that's wrong. Anita. Kirby Puckett. Kirby Puckett is correct. One point for Anita. <laughs> oh, her...
2: I thought you meant like an actual, I was thinking of famous twins and I'm like the Hanson Brothers, those <laughs> hockey players. Uh-huh. Are you from Minnesota? Yeah. I am, but those are the North Stars.
0: <laughs> yeah, but with this quiz game, we don't want you to think. Mm, sports, okay, so okay,
2: too much, sorry.
0: Y- that's okay. Your third question, and Where does the Mississippi River start?
2: In Minnesota.
0: Yes, that's (laughs) true, but what exact place does the Mississippi River start?
2: It starts in
3: Ely.
0: Ely is incorrect. Felicia or Anita?
3: Well, it starts at... The beginning. It begins where it begins, in the beginning.
0: It does in the beginning with the beginning, but I'd like the specific beginning.
1: The headwaters.
0: Uh, The headwaters is not correct. The correct answer is Lake Itasca. Oh! Oh, But anyway, after round one, we've got Anne with one point, Anita with one point. So great job so far. So now we're going with Felicia. Mm -hmm. Felicia, your category is States.
3: Oh well, this should be horrible.
0: <laughs> Let's do it. I love the positive attitude. What state is the Crazy Horse Monument located in?
3: The Crazy Horse Monument.
0: The Crazy Horse Monument.
3: Wow. Nope. Um,
0: Three seconds.
3: Uh, Montana.
0: No, Anna South Anita. Dakota. South Dakota. Okay. Ooh, Anita I blurted it out that, first. And so we're I gonna died. have to go with Anita. Sorry. <laughs> I was trying to be polite. Yes, well, not in, in this, this game. game? Okay. <laughs> Your second question, Felicia. When you stand at the Four Corners monument, what four states are you standing in at the same time?
3: Oh, is one of them Nevada?
0: Uh no, one is not Nevada. Well,
3: then I can tell you right now that the other three will
1: also be incorrect.
0: Okay. So Anita or Ann, you want to take a stab at it? Anita?
1: New um uh Arizona. Arizona. Utah. Utah. Colorado.
0: Colorado. And you wanna New Mexico. New Mexico is correct. Anne gets the point. She's wow. right the <laughs> she stole it right from your fingers.
5: She just
2: three
0: quarters of that point. I know, and isn't that amazing that I was Ann- gonna
2: say those though, Anita.
3: No, I said Nevada. <laughs> oh.
0: Yeah, Nevada. So anyway. Uh Anne has quarters. two points. Anita has two points. And three quarters. You're going to lose some points if you keep with that attitude. Oh, so your last question, Felicia. Shut Wait, can I
3: have them if she loses them?
0: Yes, you can. Great. What is the least populated state in the United States of America?
3: Um, what is
0: the least populated state in the United States of America?
3: Is it Alaska?
0: Alaska is incorrect. Anita or Ann? Montana? Montana is correct. Not correct. <laughs> <laughs> but it was close. It made me look. What? New Mexico. New Mexico is not. Wyoming. Nevada. Wyoming is correct, <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I anyway, forgot that was a state. We're still tied two to two. Anita, two and two. Felicia, you can come in and steal some points here. I don't Anita, know. Anita, your category is baseball. Who was called Charlie Hustle? What baseball player was called Charlie Hustle? It's open to anybody. Anybody? And, Felicia?
3: Well, his first name was Charles.
0: No. Somebody? uh, Nobody? Pete Rose. Pete Rose. Yeah, Pete Rose. Why would they call him Charlie? Second question, Anita. When you... Oh, we already did that. Who hit the most home runs in baseball history that didn't use steroids? Aaron? Aaron is correct. Henry Aaron. Very good. I... So happy you knew that. I am. That could
1: have been yeah. any Aaron. I am. Don't know. Aaron is his last name.
0: Okay. And your last question What Minnesota twin was known as Senor Smoke? Oh. He pitched for the World Series team. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, Smoke. Uh, oh, I know this. Camilo Pasquale. No, that's incorrect. And Felicia. Brian. Uh, Juan Behringer. Thank you for playing our quiz game. You guys were great. Anita wins three points to two points to zero points. But I had a great time. (laughs) Thank you so much for playing with us.
2: It was an honor. There's no bonus today.
0: No bonus today. We don't need it. Thank you for playing the quiz game.
1: Eight Bits.
5: I now pronounce you man no, and...
2: that's not how you say it. I beg your pardon? I said that's not how you say it. I'm pretty sure I know my business. Well, since you are addressing me, I don't think it is so much your business as my business. I wasn't... A...
4: Fine. How would
5: you say it?
2: Amanda. I don't go for all that shortening Mandy or Manda and definitely not man. It's Amanda.
4: Oh, no, This is part of the traditional wedding. I don't think
2: giving a bridesmaid a terrible nickname is part of the ceremony. Amanda? Shut up. What? I'm not the one who started it. This weirdo wants to give me pet names while you two are waiting for him to finish the stupid ceremony. He wants to pronounce, meaning like announce that... Am I at a non-consensual renaming ceremony disguised as a wedding? I
3: heard what he said. He was going to pronounce Dean as man and me... As wife.
2: So he wasn't talking to me?
3: No, dumbass. Now, can we get back to my wedding? Uh, d- yeah, of course. Sorry. Please,
2: go
5: ahead. Very well.
2: I know. How is that better? Wasn't he already a man? Amanda. Sorry, right. Yeah, Okay. doll. Okay. Yes. Alrighty then. You know what? No. Oh, what the hell, Amanda? This is the big reveal, the turning point, where you cease to be single individuals and become a unit.
5: Yes,
4: and that is why she will now be wife.
2: Yeah, and I better be in the next minute here. Before this, as man and woman, you were apart. Now you're man and wife? So only your identity changes? No, not at all. It, it just signifies that her role in this life is reimagined. And mag- not Dean's. He's still man because that's already the pinnacle? I
3: told you. This was going to be a traditional thing You see all the fancy architecture And the man in the vestments that you've been shouting at
2: Big Renfest
4: fan, huh? These are the ceremonial clothes of my station
2: Okay, Dumbledore, maybe go find some Ewoks in Mordor The ladies are talking
4: Listen, this ceremony is centuries old, signifying You mansplain
2: at me one more time, I will punch you in the frock Ah, No offense, father
4: Technically, I'm
2: not I'm talking to my beautiful friend
3: Okay, okay, hold on. I, you know what, I think you might be right. I thought you'd catch on. So, what do you want?
2: Colleen, Dean may not want to change for you, but I do. I want to make room for you.
3: What are you saying?
2: I am willing to not be a woman standing alone and to become the wife to your wife, or spouse, or partner, or whatever. Let's get married. Although not at this establishment. I don't think they do that here. Oh, oh my God. Just think about it. You and I have always been best friends. You have never said that about Dean. Hey! Shut up, Dean! Colleen, isn't happiness getting to spend the rest of your life with your best friend? Let's get the fuck out of here. Sign
3: papers at the Justice of the Peace. Oh, okay. What? Shut up, Dean. Amanda, you're right. Dean isn't the most important part of my life. You are. Dean was convenient and and simple and easy to explain. What? Shut up, Dean. Sorry, Dean. Amanda, let's do this. Let's let's fucking do this. What? Shut, Shut up, up, Dean. Dean.
1: Hello, everyone. This is Joan Griffith. I'm your Odd Bits and End Pieces interviewer, and my guest today is vocalist and actor Felicia Cunningham. Felicia, welcome.
3: Happy to be here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I am ex- so excited to hear you sing today, and what are you going to sing?
3: I will be singing Summertime from Porgy and Bess.
1: Oh, wow. Yes. Okay, here we go.
5: So. Yeah.
1: Oh, Felicia, that's fantastic.
3: <laughs> Thank you.
1: <laughs> you know, I'm a jazz musician and I hear people, you know, sort of swing this all the time and mm-hmm. I don't get to hear people pl- sing it the way Gershwin meant. You yeah, know, well,
3: uh, normally I would swing it when I, but my voice teacher was really wanted to challenge me in classical music. So, so I tried it very straight and
1: operatic. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. I, and was that a hard transition for you or, or not so bad?
3: Um, I don't think it was hard for me vocally. I think it was a lot of mental roadblock for me and some insecurities that I had to overcome, but I don't think vocally it was hard. It was just mentally and emotionally hard, I think.
1: Just that you hadn't sung that kind of style before?
3: Yeah, and I had been told in my past that I couldn't sing that style before, that I didn't have that kind of classical voice, so, yeah.
1: (laughs) And why do you suppose that is, that people would tell you
3: that? Um... I don't know. I think people, it's, I've been going to like predominantly white institutions for most of my life. And so a lot of times when they want shows, they want to put the black girl where the black girl parts are supposed to be. So um, I sing a lot of gospel and I love gospel and I love R&B and, you know, that kind of jazzy um, undertone kind of music. But I can also do classical music, and so I think that people just wanted me to stay in that little box because it's just easier
1: if they already know where all their pieces are set. Lack of imagination on their part. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh well, that's fantastic. You could, that, that just sounds so beautiful. Thank you. Um, now you were just talking earlier, and I was oh, eavesdropping really, and <laughs> you said that singing um, is not your main passion.
3: Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> but I keep getting hired to the same places. Um, yeah, I acting is my big passion. It's it's the craft that I work on the hardest. It's the thing that I am, you know, constantly grinding for,
1: and and, and my dream at the end of the day. Oh my gosh. And was it a like a straight play that inspired you originally to get in, on this path? Well, when I was
3: in fifth grade, I was cast as Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz. And I thought that was the coolest thing that my grandfather came up to me and he told me that when I was looking in the sky, he had to look behind him because he thought that I was really looking at a rainbow. And I don't know why, but that moment as a fifth grader stuck with me like for the rest of my life. And I was like, I really want to make people see and believe things. So, wow. yeah, look behind him to see a rainbow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a really cool image, though. Yeah. Um, so, if you had a, are there roles that you have in mind that, that you'd like to play? Um, I really like new works.
3: Actually, I think I, there's not necessarily like a role that I would want to play. I really want to create and pave the way for some, but something new from a new artist or a new writer, I think would be really cool. So oh
1: yeah, well, you yeah. There's a lot of talk about new direction in the theater these days.
3: Yes, it's a good time to be alive for that (laughs)
1: dream. (laughs) And have you worked in in the theater with some new productions around town?
3: I have. Um, I love working with um, Colleen. We did Not Fair, My Lady, so she does a lot of those kind of works, that comment on society, which I really appreciate. Um, And I've done some workshops here and there with people, and I'm always open to do that.
1: Uh Oh, well... Okay, playwrights, you heard it here, if you're <laughs> listening. <laughs> we have an actor that wants to do that. Um, so y- you have a, a, you were saying that you have a day gig now that COVID has struck. Yes. Um, and what is that? I am a medical receptionist at Park Nicollet Eye Department. And what do you say to people when they walk in the door?
3: Um, usually I say, hi, are you here for an eye appointment? (laughs) Which doctor are you seeing? I guess.
1: (laughs) All right. And is this gig going to go as soon as the theaters start up again?
3: Um, tricky to say, tricky to say. I, you know, it's hard to give up really good benefits. Um, but if I can get into the union, then yes, I would love to completely do my craft. I mean, who wouldn't, you know?
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's everybody's dream these days. Right. (laughs) See what happens if the theaters open up. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for singing. Come back. Sing some more. Oh,
3: absolutely. Call me and I'm back.
0: (laughs) My catalytic converter is gone. Some crook swiped it wearing a thong. I called the police. They asked, was there grease? A trail could not be found. A helicopter in the sky. I looked up and said, oh my. It steered the creep who was driving a jeep. He vanished and said, bye bye. They sent in the canine cops. A scent on the crook we sought. The dogs jumped with glee and bid his a-hee. And another converter I bought, I bought, I bought. Thank you for listening to the podcast, Odd Bits and End Pieces. We would like to thank our sponsor, York Dental, at the corner of York and 76th Street in Adina, Minnesota. Dr. Silva, Inez, and Jelinek's award-winning practice will gently take care of all your dental needs. You love my sunshine, my only son.
1: sunshine my